So I love podcasts, obviously. I am a podcaster. Are you sure about that? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I'm always on the lookout for new ones. And I have found a great podcast for anyone who listens to ours. It is called Grizzly Grapes. And they are adorable. They remind me a lot of us. They have the same cute flow and dynamic, (laughs) but also talk about crime. So if you're looking for some not just cold cases, but also some other interesting murders, I highly recommend you check out Grizzly Grapes. I know you don't play D&D, but I do. And in between my D&D sessions, sometimes I really just crave that experience. And the best way I've found to help me alleviate that craving is to listen to the podcast Endgame. Endgame? That is so awesome, considering we have this inside joke with Thanos and the snap. Yes, we do. (laughs) Uh, Endgame, you get to listen to them play their own campaign. And honestly, it is amazing. You get to hear a whole new story, learn new strategies, and also they're quite funny. So you get plenty of laughs along the way. So check out Endgame wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Yeah. So this, I think this will come out on Jude's birthday. So happy seventh birthday to Jude. Yay. And no, we didn't plan this, but I mean, it just happened that way. Yeah. So if, if we're wrong, edit this part out, but if we are right, and this is August 12th, which I think it will be, then it is Jude's birthday. Yay. Yay. Awesome. Well, happy birthday to little Jude, man. Yay. And seven, man okay with it you're not okay with it no he's getting too big too fast it comes out on his birthday I I was like according to my calendar I think it will yeah I think I think this one will too I yeah I think so are you doing anything fun for his birthday um well we're gonna let him have some pizza probably watch movies maybe play some minecraft with him because that's minecraft 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 with him because that's what he likes to do and I think it's really cool what people can build, but I never got, Chris got into it. I never got into it though. I am horrible at it. But <laughs> once again, it's, it's what he likes. So for his birthday. Yeah. Yep. I understand. Awesome. My puppy is back. I got her back from dog training. I don't know if I said that last time. Did I have her back last time? Yeah. 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 Okay. I a hundred percent can't remember. Well, actually, when I record when we recorded it, I don't think I had her back. But by okay. the time like it came out, that one came out, then I did. Anyway, yep, I got her back. She's testing me in all sorts of ways as to <laughs> where I'm having to call the dog trainer and be like, "What do I do?" Yeah. So, and he's like, "Don't call your sister because this is my sister's boyfriend." She's like, "Don't call your sister because your sister will just tell her she's being an asshole and turn it up to a hundred and shock the shit out of her, and that's not what you're supposed to do." Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Oh, she does though. She'll be like, "Yeah, just turn it up." <laughs> he's like, "Call me." I'm like, "Okay, I will call you." That is so funny. So shocker. So yeah. So there's that. Dustin's grandpa is 
well they i basically right now they're waiting for him to die and i think honestly that this is horrible and i think that honestly you should be allowed to say if my body gets to this point or if i get this old and my body's not responding you should be able to lethally inject me and Mm -hmm. kill me just like an animal it's more humane how we let animals die yeah we do humans like this is awful he hasn't eaten in almost a week marvel will be a week since he's eaten or drinking anything yeah his oxygen level is at 13 percent and half the time he can't actually fully breathe they are literally just waiting for him to die and this is awful Ugh, it makes me sick it makes me sick too and i'm just like i understand why there is some laws in place about it i feel like when you are sound of mind and you decide like, Hey, I want to make the decision for myself that if I ever get this bad, mm-hmm. just let me go. Yeah, That should be legal I because agree. this is awful. I mean, the nurse even said, even if he does start eating and everything, he's not going to be the person that he was before. He's basically going to be like a vegetable. Yeah. Just like not eating, not really doing anything, but just like existing there in pain. And yeah, they have him on morphine, but still, I'm just. Does his wife even really understand what's happening? She, I think sometimes she does. We went and visited them. Mm -hmm. She's like, oh, are you here to tell me that my husband died? Okay. She also thought it was snowing. So maybe let me tell you it's been like a hundred almost every day so it has not been snowing so she kind of knows what's happening yeah i mean sometimes all right i mean she also thought that robert was cheating on her and she said that she wanted to blow his head off oh case maybe she won't care so much if he died Oh, and and she also claims that the nursing home that she's at that is her work and she goes to work every day oh well, at least she's staying productive. Yeah. And she also told us one time that she left her kids at the store and we needed to go pick them up. Oh, did she tell you which store? No. Okay. But we're supposed to go pick them up. And then like, she'll call us like hours later. We're like, oh, she'll just forget about it. No, screaming and yelling at us because we, she still doesn't have them. And we tell them, yeah, we dropped them off. They're under your bed. And she's like, oh yeah, there they are. Yes. Because her children aren't in like their fifties. That makes sense because they couldn't go to the store or get back from the store on their own. Yep. And then not this last time, but the last time before that, she claimed that there was a cat uh, on the roof of her room. Oh, wow. So it's hard to say. It's hard to say if she really understands and is coherent of what is going on. Yeah. But apparently, you know, Dustin's mom's siblings thinks too that she shouldn't go to the funeral because she's in a wheelchair. Well, you know, wheelchair people, they they can't go anywhere. Anywhere? Yeah, exactly. They have to be able to lift her up and then she needs her diaper changed because she literally decided to not do any physical therapy and she's at the point now where she can't move. But it's her husband's funeral. But people in wheelchairs can't go anywhere. Don't you know this? And now they're also having the fight. So they they found a company that would do it for $100 each way. Okay. Okay. So we're like, all right, you know what? We can do that. We'll um, make it work. Right. Yeah. Now, now they're having a fight 
on to do a traditional LDS funeral or not, like where they have the body there, they have the viewing um, and people doing their condolences for friends. And then they have one for family members. And then they have the actual funeral and then they have the gravesite. Yeah. And Dustin's mom's like, there's no way that she can do that. Mm-mm. First of all, she half the time doesn't even know where she is. Second of all, she's in a wheelchair. Um, she's not going to do good with people just sitting there and telling her condolences. Oh, no. No, no. Can you imagine like one of the times if she doesn't even realize what's going on and then flips the fuck out? So what? Maybe she should like go to the service, but not like the graveyard. I don't know. Uh, well, what Dustin's mom wants to do mm-hmm. is just have the service and the graveside. Okay. Within about two to three hour time, do it all, all at once. And that's it. And her siblings are throwing a fit because that's not the LDS way to do it. Okay. Because what about all of his friends and neighbors and, and all that? And I'm like, first of all, too. Was he even practicing? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was curious. He was, but like Dustin's parents don't. Okay. But yeah, he, so up until about last year, they haven't gone to church, you know, of course because COVID and then they've been in the nursing home and stuff and he hasn't really understood what the freak is going on Sure. but before that they were going to church every Sunday and everything like that okay and guess what his mom well his grandma who's in a wheelchair actually went to church weird because you know people in wheelchairs can't go places yeah I didn't know that that would be acceptable yeah okay I have been to a lot of LDS funerals and never once have I been to one that was four days. Like, well, yeah, sometimes there'll be a viewing on a different day, but. Well, they were going to do like the friend vigil. So the friends came on that day mm-hmm. and then like the viewing and then the family came on a separate day to try to break it up for COVID. Oh, for COVID. I was like, I have never done all this. Okay. COVID, I guess I forget. So that. one for friends only, mm-hmm. but like she's expected to be there. Okay. To give condolences, like the family and friends to give condolences to. Yes. So she's expected to be there. Um, so is all the grandkids mm-hmm. and the kids. And then one for the whole, just for the family on one day. And then they were going to do the actual like funeral, like where you give the eulogy and all that. Yeah. On a different day. And then the next day they were going to go to the graveside. Jeez. I feel like that's a lot. It is a lot. All right. So. The Durst theme. So this is what got me started on Robert Durst. So I got someone messaged me and was like, you need to do Kathy Durst. Never heard of her before. I don't know how, because apparently this is huge. I was like, okay. And she's like, they're pretty sure that her husband killed her, but you should look into it. And I was like, okay. I'm like, this is probably going to be like a short story and a shot and closed case, even though it's still a cold case. Okay. Obviously he did it. Done. Mm -hmm. But as you guys know, I went down this fucking rabbit hole and we have found tons of people that might be connected with him, right? Okay. Just a little bit about Robert Sturz, just so you can guys get a little background, a little idea on him. His mother died kind of a violent death right in front of him. Oh, okay. When he was seven. Oh, geez. What happened to her? You say kind of a violent death. This is a crime podcast. I feel like you need... A little more than that. Yeah. Do so you know? <laughs> I do know. His dad took him aside. Him and or her? In the middle, 
his dad took him outside. Okay. And told Robert, wave bye to mommy. Okay. She was on the roof. Uh-huh. And she jumped right in front of him off the roof. Okay, so this was like an assisted suicide? Like she died and the father was like, okay, that's cool. I'll come have the family say bye. The thing is, is some people also speculate that maybe Robert's dad threatened her, maybe was threatening Robert at some sort, being like, I'm going to kill him unless you kill yourself. Okay, so no matter what, though, something very weird is going on. It, it's odd. And he was a mama's boy really well. And this is actually his stepdad. He never knew his real dad. Mm-hmm. Still doesn't know him. Okay. Really. But his stepdad ended up actually like fully adopting him and all that. Yeah. So before, yeah. And he did have other siblings as well. Um, He was the only one that wasn't his dad. I mean, obviously he, it is his dad, but his dad and his mom had other kids together. So, okay. So technically half siblings, but yeah. And he got adopted, I think when he was four or five. Okay. Something like that. But I mean, and we don't really know anything about his birth father. No. No, absolutely nothing. There's nothing. There's speculation on this. I mean, there's also speculation that apparently his mom's been suicidal before. Uh huh. So there's also speculation that his dad was hoping that, hey, if I brought the kids out and had them like waved him, that would give her a second thought before she jumped. Like, oh, hey, I shouldn't jump in front of, you know, my children. Exactly. Okay. But it's kind of interesting. He was the only one that was taken outside. Yeah, where are the rest of them? They're, I mean, they're all sleeping. This was like 2 a.m. in the morning. So I don't know if he just ran to the, like, the closest bedroom and grabbed one of them or just thought, well, or, you know what, you're closest to Robert, so let me grab him. Or maybe was he the oldest, it sounds like, maybe? He was, yeah. So maybe because he was the oldest? I don't know. Maybe. But maybe like, hey, maybe she won't jump if I don't do this. He may not have even had a rational thought. Like he might have just been like, got to try to do something, anything. Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, there's theories behind this that turns really, really dark on that. She had tried to commit suicide three times before this. She had actually gone into a mental hospital. Uh, So like this isn't her first time. Okay. So it sounds like she's got a lot going on regardless. Okay. Okay. Well, the fact that she has those issues does make the stepdad look a little more innocent. Like. Right. Right. The thing is, is he's like, so this is actually his words from an interview that he's done too. So he mm-hmm. actually wrote all this. Um, and he said, you should never take a child that young to funeral because they don't understand what's going on. Oh, I didn't understand. He's like, people around me were saying, oh, she jumped, she jumped. But you know, the, the um, ambulance came and he thought that she would be fine he didn't realize that she was gone immediately yeah people would tell him at the funeral she's right there in that box Mm -hmm. so while they were lowering her into the ground he actually jumped on the box and was trying to tear his mother out oh no when my grandmother passed away so jude's great-grandmother i'll never forget jude was i mean jude was little he was in maybe Oh, I want to say 2017 or 2018, maybe. I think it was 2018. Yeah. Jude was like three. And he looks and he goes, 
why is grandma going in a box great grandma going in a box i don't want her to go i love her oh it was heartbreaking it's really hard on kids um and he was he was little but i did take him to the funeral so yeah i mean i know when my dad died i honestly hid in the um, church closet i didn't want to talk to anyone and my mom was telling me how disrespectful that is everyone's trying to you know pay your respects i'm like i don't want to i didn't want to see him in the in the viewing i didn't want to I did not. I, that is seared into my brain, by the way. I didn't want to. And I don't think that if the kids won't, don't want to, you should. But I think also you need to talk to your kids. Like we've already talked to our kids and explained exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. Because neither of them, Chris has been to my great grandma's. So it's his great, great, great grandma's funeral. Yeah. When he was really little, he was like two and a half. Mm-hmm. I was actually, he was almost three because it was in May and I didn't make him go up and view her. Like I was like, oh yeah, he didn't yeah. really know her or anything like that. But I, we've already made it very clear that, you know, if they do do a viewing, this is what that it is, is and you optional. don't have to. They don't look like them. They don't, no matter how much they try to make them look like them, they don't. No. And it sounds like they didn't even do a viewing in his mom's case. Okay. I don't know. Well, it's got to be hard because if he had, you know, these younger siblings too. Yeah. Well, and I don't know how bad she looked. I mean, she went face first. Oh, yeah, that's true too. And I don't know how much of her was broken and, you know. Yeah. 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 Don't need to get any more graphic. I think that's. Yeah. He was before he was very outgoing, outspoken. After that, he was running and hiding, very shy. Didn't want to talk to people, of course, you know. Mm, yeah. He also, in his words, he's like, my father didn't make up for my mom not being there. He didn't. Oh. He, he got along like with his mom, like I did with my dad. So he said, we didn't really talk. We didn't really get along. Robert also didn't even want to take over his dad's real estate business, but he ended up agreeing when it was his dad's dying wish. And sold his shop and took over for the business because he is the oldest. And as you know, he used to own that little shop with him and his wife. Yeah. Now, Robert, he is, Kathy is his wife. Okay. Okay. Anyway, yeah. So him and Kathy, they're together. They they already sold that shop together. Um, his father passed away and they decided to um, go ahead and move up to New York so that he could take over his dad's business. Okay. The night that she allegedly went missing. So what happened was her and Robert got into yet another fight. According to her diary, it is not uncommon for them to get into fights and even physical fights. And even Robert himself on the documentary has admitted that he would hit, spit, kick her and the walls. That was just a common thing for them. Oh, both of them, huh? Okay. Yeah. So this was or a common. Or at least he claims it was calming. For yes. Both yeah. He yeah. claimed a few times in that documentary too. He had to put her in her place. Okay. There is different allegations. So they get in this fight and he says that night he actually went to the police station and he said that he took her to the train station and then he went to go get a drink and then he went back home. Okay. And then... Later on, he claims, because people asked him, where did you go get this drink at? No one saw him that night. Like, he didn't go get a drink. And he's like, well, I just made that up because I was hoping that police would make 
leave me alone so that they would actually find the person who is responsible for her disappearance. Yeah. Because he's like, well, you know, I know that they always think it's the husband and I really wanted to take their mind off me and put it on to actually finding her. Okay. I mean, I guess that kind of makes sense. Right. I mean, to an extent, yeah, it does. Because technically that's what they do. Because they were in California at that time. And he said, I could drop her off at the train station so that she can go back home to our home in Manhattan. Mm -hmm. Because she was also going to nursing school. She had to be there next week anyway. So he's like, well, she probably went there to cool off. I dropped her off. And he also says that the doorman of that building claimed to have seen her that day. Oh, okay. And the doorman does claim that. Okay, so the doorman saw her. Okay. Or was the doorman paid off to say that? I don't know. Okay, um, the Monday that she's supposed to be there at mm-hmm. school. And Kathy apparently calls the dean saying that she was sick. Oh, okay. There's no corpse. But any type of crime scene, Robert Dean's house is not searched. Oh, wait, why? At this time, he's not a suspect because he claimed that he dropped her off and that she's in Manhattan. So they are, Manhattan police are taking this over. Okay, I I guess. Yep, yep. So there is that. And she has never, ever been seen since. She disappeared in January 31st, 1981. He has been a prime suspect after that fact, but they still have never fully searched his home. His lawyers have been like, it's been too much time and now you don't have a reason to. There's more. Let me just get into this. Um, (laughs) There is, of course someone else who is connected to Robert that is dead. Yeah. Someone else. Not just Kathy. Now, this woman's name is Susan. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. Susan was killed with a gunshot wound to the back of her head, mafia style. Oh. Her dad deceased way before this, but he was part of the Jewish mafia. Oh, okay. So there's theories going around. All right. It's because of his line of work. Someone could have been pissed off about her or something and done that. Yeah. Here's the funny thing is, though, is that Robert, the night of Kathy's disappearance, mm-hmm. Robert calls Susan. Okay. Don't know what they said, but they call each other. And throughout this whole oh. investigation, like this whole missing person, she uh-huh. steps in and says, he didn't do it. Leave him alone. Oh. Like, okay. you want to talk to anyone? You need to talk to me. Oh, okay. So is that like a confession? You want to talk to someone? Talk to me because he didn't do it. Well, did you? Why are we talking to you? She was. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. it's just curious. It sounds funny. He didn't do it. If you want to talk, someone talk to me like, okay, is that your way of saying you did it? Yeah. Here's the theory. The theory is here is that Susan actually called the Black Brothers to take care of Kathy's body. Okay. So the Black Brothers are two men who are also in the mafia that were connected actually to the Jewish mafia. And it is known that um, Susan does know these two men. Okay. Theory is, is that they helped Susan because Susan called them that night, the same night that Kathy disappeared. Mm-hmm. Okay. So same night she disappeared, Susan called these black brothers. Theory is, is that uh, Robert paid these two men to dispose of her. Oh, okay. So Harry ends up going to Canada after mm-hmm. this. Um, he like falls off the map. What? This is what's interesting is that these two men both kind of disappear after this. Okay. Ending up living in a little apartment. Morris ends up uh, living in a little apartment by himself as well 
we've got these two brothers. They have completely distanced themselves from the mafia. They have basically gone off the map. They never have worked a day in their lives after this. Ever. But they're able to pay for their apartments. Oh, okay. And they were both in the mafia before. Mm -hmm. And get this. They also both worked for the Durst organization, his real estate business. No. Yep. Okay. So he's definitely very connected to the mob. Mafia. Mafia. Sorry. What is the difference? Okay. The mafia is a Sicilian group. So it's Mm -hmm. like Italian. This one's Jewish. And the mob is smaller ones. Mafia is bigger. Okay. Mafia is bigger. Bigger and more connections and all that. Oh. So guess what I recently got? Mm, Your order from Blossom Booty. Yes, and it is so cute. Okay, I got a shirt that has like a whole bunch of different witchy pictures on it. I also got a shirt talks about casting spells and raising hell. Oh, hell yeah. It's pretty much my (laughs) life. So it seems pretty appropriate. I'm so excited to finally get these t-shirts in. Didn't your wife get one too? She did. Hers says bad vibes removal service. (laughs) That is great. Awesome. Yeah. And I actually ordered one too. Got the soul searching t-shirt. It's adorable. I haven't received it yet. You better get it soon because then you'll have your soul. Right. I need it so that I can (laughs) want to check out shirts like ours or a whole bunch of other really, really awesome shirts cute stuff too she's offering 20 percent off with code theories and that is blossom boutique with two e's at the end and i'll go ahead i will link it here in the bio so guys go check out blossom boutique these guys have been keeping quiet they haven't really surfaced since 1982 right okay one of them so morris black he does resurface in 1998 when he threatens to blow up a local gas station over a refund. Oh. And so then oh. he was arrested. I'm so glad he had a very valid reason for resurfacing. Because, you know, trying to blow up a gas station. For a refund. For a refund. And drawing that much attention to yourself after six years. Yep. Seems worth it. Yeah. Tries to, you know, threatens to blow up that gas station. And so then he's arrested. So then um, he's on the radar again. Right? Sure. A few months later, this woman named Dorothy Siner ends up renting an apartment across the street from Morris. So like they are in the same apartment building. They're just literally across from each other. Okay. Okay. And so this Dorothy, she ends up befriending Morris and they would talk all the time. And well, he, Morris finds out that it is actually Robert Durst dressing in drag. Oh, really? Yep. Okay. So is he dressing in drag like as an alibi or is he actually like trans or is he an actual just like queen? Okay. So there's so many questions. Here is what he is saying. Okay. Okay. He's claiming that him and Robert have never met before, even though apparently he even worked with him. Mm, And he's like, well, yeah, but I have tons of people that work in my building. I can't keep track of everyone. Okay. I mean, in all fairness, I'm sure that, you know, There's people in the girls' building who they've never met. Right. Fair. So he, so they get really, really close. Robert says, I mean, that, hey, you know what? 
I end up telling him who I am and everything because he apparently, when he is dressing up as Dorothy, he is a mute woman, so he doesn't talk. Oh, okay. So he only writes stuff down on a piece of paper and everything. So he comes in and uh, tells him, you know, he's like, so why did you end up coming to this, you know, remote location here? And so Robert was like, you know what, I'm just going to tell him. And he's like, well, my wife passed away and now Susan just passed away. And so she, people are looking at me and I just don't want all eyes on me. And I just wanted to disappear for a little bit. Oh, okay. Morris says, I get that. I've done that before. Oh, okay. Okay. Sure. Here's the thing. And apparently Morris was going to be kicked out of his apartment. Okay. He threatened to tell police where Robert was if he didn't give him money. And apparently Morris brings a gun okay. into the home. And he Robert tells Morris, put the gun down, you put the gun down. Instead, he doesn't. And Robert tries to grab the gun from him and accidentally shoots him. Oh, okay. And then accidentally puts him in the bathtub and chop him up into several pieces. Well, that's definitely something that happens by accident all the time. Because he's like, I can't just carry a body out because then people would get suspicious of me. So I had to put it in garbage bags. And he actually went to the hardware store in that area and decided to, you know, buy a bone saw. By accident. This is all still by accident though, right? This is all accident. This is accident. So, you know, when you just have that problem of you have no idea of what to give something to someone all the time. I love giving gifts, but sometimes it's so hard because, you know, people already seem to have everything. Exactly. Well, the wooden puzzles Uni Dragon actually solves this problem for you. So, Uni Dragon, I actually have two of my own of these puzzles and they are awesome. So, they are wooden puzzles. Each puzzle piece has its own unique shape like a dragon or a butterfly or uh, a wolf or whatever. And you connect them all together. I mean, this is a great puzzle for adults and for children. And it's all packed in a premium wooden gift box as well. So you don't have to worry about uh, wrapping it up or anything. It is perfect just the way it is. I absolutely love them. Like I said, I have two of my own already um, and I'm excited to get more. I'm hoping I can get a big one and uh, do this with my family. I mean, what a wonderful also like family gift. Well, right now until October 31st, they are allowing our listeners to get 10% off with code crime 10 use promo code crime 10 at checkout and you guys can save 10 percent off these beautiful amazing puzzles so he was doing this i can't call police and tell them where i am and plus they're not going to believe me because i'm all over the media right now for supposedly possibly killing susan as well because get this too when susan ends up showing up dead This was a few days before police were going to come interrogate her. Oh. She did call Robert Durst and tell him that they were going to come and talk to her. She got whacked. So the theory is. Is whacked a mafia term or is that one the mob? No, I think that's a mafia term. Morris is in a different type of backs, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So he goes out. He goes out by the pier and Mm -hmm. starts throwing body parts in the ocean right? Sure. 
once again, all accidentally, I'm sure. All accidentally. Yep. Here's the problem, though. Oh, yes. They're floating. Are they? Did just body parts float? I thought bodies floated because of like the air and the lungs and stuff. I didn't realize body parts would float. They float. Okay. I don't know if the bag wasn't like out of air. Okay. If it had enough air in it, that it ended up floating. I guess maybe just something about like the oxygen still in our bodies and stuff. I don't know. Anyway. Or, or that was in the bag itself, but he didn't put anything in it and they were floating out to sea. He tried to go get them and couldn't go get them. And so when he realized huge oversight to not put something in the bag, right? I think he thought that the body parts like you did, that they're not going to float. They're they're just going to go down. Well, when realizing this, um, he decides he can't throw the head in because that's how they're going to identify him. So he keeps the head. Oh, sure. Where, what does he do with it? It's never been found. But he does claim that he never throws that in the ocean. Okay, but he won't tell them what he did with it. No. So he has accidentally shot and killed this man and then accidentally chopped him up and accidentally threw him in the ocean. Hmm. Right? Yes. All Uh accidents. All accidents. Accidentally kept the head somewhere too. Yeah. They were able to trace back the fact that where Morris originally lived and the people that were living in the apartment building. And the landlord says, oh, they're like, who's that apartment's right across the street? And they're like, oh, it is this woman, Dorothy Sainer, who's a mute woman. And she just paid for all six months up front and no questions asked. And I gave it to her. Um, But she's not there a lot because she's gone on business and she travels a lot. Okay. Police are looking up this Dorothy Sainer and she doesn't exist. Sure. But one thing that he forgot to do is he left a piece of mail with his own address mm. on there Ooh, okay so they trace him back to him right but since they traced it back to him they were able to get a warrant and they actually for his arrest and when they found him they actually also found marijuana with a gun so with a deadly weapon which is a felony oh okay so they're able to hold him right sure okay so now he actually does go to court for killing morris black oh Okay. Because obviously he owns that apartment. This man was killed in that apartment. They found out that he was killed in that apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, there was blood evidence there. And there was blood evidence that actually matched up to Robert. Oh, okay. So he goes to court over that, right? All right. And he guess what happened? He was found innocent? Yep. Oh my gosh. Not I mean, guilty. I knew it had to be because of the way you said it, but... <sighs> Why? Like, what? You want to know why? I do. Okay, here, here we go. Because they were trying him for murder Mm -hmm. and they couldn't prove that this was not self defense. Oh, that the killing itself was not self defense. How is, oh, what? Okay. They didn't charge him on dismemberment of a a human being. Sure. They didn't charge him on dumping him in the ocean. They only charged him on the murder. Well, because it was an accident. They had to charge him on the murder itself. They could not prove without a doubt that it wasn't self-defense. I hate that without a doubt. Without a doubt. You'll hear me get into that some more when we do OJ. But man, without a reasonable doubt. Without a reasonable doubt that he, the killing, the um, jury had to determine just on the killing not the dismemberment, not the fact that they threw him in the ocean, but the killing. 
Okay. Because his body was not found at the scene. Mm-hmm. They couldn't determine whether or not blood splatter was here, here, or here. When they did find blood, it was minimal. There was some, like, in the bathtub. But Okay, so here's my question. If he dismembered him, why is the blood so minimal? I think they said that he had a cleaning lady come in and clean it. Oh, I'm glad she didn't notice, you know. And you got to think, a lot of people are like, yeah, but you also got to think, too, if he's done this before, he knows exactly what he's doing. And that's the thing, too, is that the person that examined the body mm-hmm. said that this is not work of someone that just has never done this before. This is not sloppy work. They knew exactly oh. where to cut a body part. Okay. And he is not a doctor. He's not like trained in surgical or anything. No. So if they charged him on dismemberment, then they could have got him on that. And they didn't charge him on the dismemberment part because I don't know. Was he like bribing someone? I don't Paying them off. Like I don't know. I did watch the trial. I watched the whole freaking thing. And mm-hmm. their <laughs> their lawyers did a damn spanking good job of you sit there and you listen to them and you're like you make a good argument it's really like i'm like i know this guy's fucking guilty but you have to go off the fact that can they prove the thing is is they even got like you know the detectives up there and everything like can you prove without a reasonable doubt that this wasn't self-defense and he said no that's why they're lawyers And he's a billionaire, so he has the best. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So, so there's that. Okay. All right. So after this, there's also this letter that is sent to police. Oh, okay. So is he like the Zodiac now? It's not really in code. Okay. So I guess that takes away some of the Zodiac mystique. It says Mm -hmm. 1527 Bennett. Can you cadaver? Mm -hmm. Okay. There's a thing. It is in blocky kind of letters. Beverly is spelt wrong. Can you cadaver? Can you cadaver? Okay. Code or not, that's pretty weird. Yep. So what did they do? I mean, what what came of it? (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. Nothing. No. They didn't cadaver. (sighs) They did not. But but you want to know something? Yes, I do. That is Susan's old home. But they do nothing. They do nothing. This comes after her de- her death, and they do nothing. Okay. Yeah. There is nothing. Just want to point this out. So Susan mm-hmm. was so she was a stepmom, and she absolutely loved those kids. She treated them as her own, and they even called her mom. Okay, and they all knew. Robert Durst and they said no there's no way he could have done this so one of the sons is actually going through all of his mom's old things after this has happened okay and finds this letter from Robert Durst's office that looks similar Mm -hmm. to the ones that are written to police okay it is scary of how similar they are all right, hang on, I'm pulling them up. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's... Okay. Yeah. So at this time, that this this has come forward, right? Um, actually, Robert has decided to do his own documentary. Mm-hmm. It's called The Jinx. He even says himself, he's like, anyone that comes in contact with me is jinxed to die. 
Okay. He's like, they just have bad luck. They, they're just, they're just doomed. There is the brother contacts the actual people that are doing this and then gives them that letter. I, he's like, I know I told you guys like six months ago while you guys are doing this documentary that I didn't think he had anything to do with this, but I just found this a huge coincidence since you guys showed me that. Yeah. So he came forward and he's like, I don't want to believe it. He's like, but I can't deny this. He's like, well, maybe actually. He's like, I can't deny the fact it is so similar. And it actually came from his address. And so they actually, while they're doing this documentary, now this is the last time that he ever shows up. He actually denies a few times coming to see them. He claims that, oh, I'm in France or something. Oh, I'm in somewhere else. He would like tell one producer this and tell someone else this. And obviously he was running, running. lying and running because no one could find him. At the point they're like, so we're just going to wrap it up with what we have unless you come forward and come and talk to us so we can end this and the documentary yeah. series, right? He does. And he comes and Jim, which is Kathy's brother, also mm-hmm. finds her diary and is says that in there, Robert would bash her head and force her to get an abortion. (gasps) Yeah. And even said that she wrote in there that she saw a divorce lawyer a few times. Mm -hmm. And so they confront him on this and he doesn't deny any of this. Okay. He's like, I'd bash her head in. He's like, I needed a teacher lesson, teacher who was in charge. Yeah. I forced her to get an abortion. She knew when she married me that we didn't want to have kids and we agreed to this in the prenup. Okay, so is the prenup real? I haven't actually seen the prenup. I mean, I wonder if that can... How can you officially agree in a prenup to not have kids? Like, how can you... To get an abortion? Yeah. I, I don't... I mean, I'm I don't sure know. there's something, but... He says, I wouldn't be a good father. I'm jinxed. Okay. And so then she even wrote, like, that like, she, you know, went through just this horrible time having to get that done. And that mm-hmm. she wanted a divorce right after that. Okay. They've actually seen a divorce lawyer a few times. They've gone back and forth to this right before her disappearance. He knew that she did. He knew that he she saw one. He knew that she was thinking about it. Yeah. Just after Kirsten's disappearance, right? Okay. Robert was throwing things away, like, that were hers. And they thought that this was really suspicious. And if the police weren't really going to do anything, they were going to take things into their own hand, right? It does seem strange, yeah. Okay, so they went through his trash because once someone throws it in the trash, guess what? It's public property. It's public property, yeah. Mm -hmm. They found a note that said, tow, dump, bridge, boat, shovel, and then her diary, her hairdryer, her brush, toothbrush, and clothing of hers. I'm assuming they read her diary. Yes. Okay. That's how they found out, too, that he's been beating on her. Oh, yes. Oh, that's how they found it. Okay, got it, got it, got it. And I mean, here's a direct quote too from Robert. I was the dominant one in the relationship. I told her what to do, when to do it. Um, and then that started to change after she got an abortion. She decided that she wanted some independence. And I told her that that was not acceptable. Agreed in the prenup that we didn't want to have kids. And I said, if you're keeping the berry, baby, berry, berry, baby. <laughs> um, oh, gosh. If you're keeping the baby, I'm getting a divorce and you're going to have to raise it all on your own. You're not going to get a cent from me. <sighs> And they asked him, like, what, when's the first time you were physically abusive to her? And he's like, I don't remember the first time. It just got worse from there. Slapping, hitting into pushing. Pushing hit um, ended up being hitting. Hitting ended up being into punching. It never got any better. This is all, by the way, on the Jinx, which is on HBO. I have I bought HBO Max just for this. <laughs> well, and the Fresh Prince. I mean, come on. Oh, the Jinx? Yeah. 
Okay. I just wanted to write that down. It is seven hours long. It's supposed to be his side of what happened and why things happened the way that they did and what he thinks. And of course, his lawyers are there hundred percent speaking in his ear too. Just so you know, mm-hmm. you see them on and off the camera a little bit too. Oh yeah. Jeez. Here's another thing that's really interesting. Okay, so he's in this film documentary, you know, and they do that. And then they show him the the letters that look really similar to Susan's. And he's, I don't know, he's like, maybe it's someone from my office that probably wrote her. Yeah. Is probably telling her congratulations on something. And those are very similar. They even took a handwriting expert and said that 98% sure that those two matched and those two were the exact same person. So they go ahead and go deeper and find all of his signatures. Some of them look like that and some of them don't. Well, why would they all look the same? I mean, I know mine look different too, but they don't look that drastically different. Yeah. My handwriting's pretty crappy, but you can kind of, I mean, in general tell like. Right. Here's another thing. And this isn't the first time that he's done this. Another time, like on the mic, he said something and his lawyer had to come out and be like, they could hear everything you say because you still have your mic on. Okay. So this is the second time. So he went into the bathroom, he took a bathroom break and he still has his mic on. Oh, okay. Here's what he says. There it is. You're caught. What the hell did I do? Killed them <gasps> all, of course. What? Very difficult with question. Okay, and what happens after that? As of right now, uh-huh. is in jail for the possession of marijuana and the handgun. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's in and jail for possession of marijuana. And the handgun. Okay. Because if you have both, then it's a felony. And okay. right now his brother is taking over the company. They will not talk to the press or anything about him. Yeah, he will sure. not say a dang thing. Even his nephew. So his nephew has come forward and talked to them a little bit and saying, mm-hmm. I think it's just so weird that none of my family members, even in private, will talk about him. They act like he doesn't exist. Weird. Maybe they think he's guilty. So they just don't like. Well, that 22 caliber that was found in his car is the same one that killed Morris Black. But he's just in there for possessing it. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's infuriating. Yeah, it really is. And the fact too, that his lawyers got him off on the first one. One of his ex-lawyers, I should say, has also come forward and talked about the case a little bit from what Mm -hmm. he can. Sure. He says his decision to represent Durst at the time, he was just a, like, not a paralegal, but was learning, Mm -hmm. you know, like barely on this firm and everything. Yeah. Like learning the ropes. And he's like, I regret ever representing him oh so that's okay. kind of interesting yeah also i also want to know this about susan so she didn't have any carpet on her floors no heater no dressers were turned over her computer was still there and the deadbolt was secure which probably meant that she let someone in and then secured the deadbolt she's also an author of the book or Easy that someone Street. else secured the deadbolt that's true too but obviously she let someone in because she yes trusted them right also the author of this book easy street i could not buy it because it was like 12 grand 
oh yeah no that's a lot yeah she does have some other books i mean there are some other ones that are actually on audible and if you guys want to check them out audibletrial.com slash crime theories podcast and you can actually get a free one of her free books but not that one that is the one i was interested in reading because that one is about her father in the mafia and she talks about how proud she is of her father oh yeah interesting she also wrote wrote a lot of screenplays but never none of them ever got bought so she was desperate for money at that time she was actually she got involved a little bit in the mafia and so Mm -hmm. she was borrowing money from them that she couldn't pay back there is payments from robert that he just would give her that was over like fifty thousand dollars so some people think that she was manipulating him Mm -hmm. And like, I know this information about you and your ex-wife, so you need to pay me. Blackmail. Yep. Okay. So there's that as well. Um, When also he was first arrested for Morris's arrest. Mm -hmm. So he got on bail with $250,000 and, you know, he just paid it because obviously they didn't know who he was. He was in a small town. He then went on the run and then he got put back in jail for stealing a $6 chicken sandwich. Okay. Because he didn't have any cash on him and he said he didn't want a paper trail. Things that the jail is happening for. I know. It's ridiculous, right? Like the fact that he's in jail for these little things, but not these huge things that he is suspected of. You know, we're pretty sure you're a murderer, but you stole a sandwich. Maybe possibly since they think he's guilty using the little things to keep him in jail. That's what they're doing. That's exactly what they're doing. They are just keeping him on guilty because they they already know that he got off Mm -hmm. on Morris Black's murder. They know how good his lawyers are. They know how they manipulate and twist things. They're like, if we're going to get this guy in jail for life, we need to do these things. He you know, was put into jail with no bail because of how much money he had for those things. So that makes sense. Yeah. And he's still in jail right now. Actually, one of the tabloids had come out recently and they said that they are reopening the investigation of Kathy Durst. Okay. Because before it has just been closed and forgotten. So they are actually opening that up again. And they, the new detective says that he's actually going through everything like this is a brand new case yeah so that's probably good just like fresh eyes don't take into what everyone else says just look at what it is yeah he also has come out and said i had before i'll shave my eyebrows and shave my head and then put this wig on actually he actually had an id made with this one woman that was you know obviously all fake he said that he would do this often because he didn't like the spotlight of being Robert Durst oh okay so he would do this often but speculation is that he would do this to gain women's trust and to manipulate them and to get them to like him and he's just an old woman or whatever and I mean and he had been seen in that drag can't remember what the name of it was but that drag store that one of the girls was a victim in that her aunt owned yes was yes, it kirsten or was it or was it karen it was one of those two i thought it was kirsten it might have been kirsten yeah so, i feel like we would have made way more jokes if it were karen well fair <laughs> i know we tried not to with the yeah anyway i think it was kirsten but i'm not sure Don't quote me oh that. here's the thing too is how he got away 
with this too. Morris and Robert, when they're in this apartment, they are in, they're in Galveston, Texas, which is okay. uh, the Texas is the handle it as you see fit state. So basically their gun laws are like whatever. Okay. That sounds like a great law. Very yeah. effective. Yeah. So, I mean, and then after, you know, the verdict Who came back. that bill? Like handle it as you see fit. Who? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, don't go to Texas. And no if you're actual listening from rules, Texas, no actual guidelines, just handle it as you see fit. Whatever you feel like, because that doesn't open the door for racism or bias or no. anything. No, no. Oh, Basically, okay. if they're in your home, you can shoot them for whatever reason in Texas. Okay. At that time. I don't know how it is now. I don't know if that has changed since then. Yeah. Okay. Like I understand sometimes like if you can prove that someone is like breaking into your house, should you be able to shoot them? Probably. But if you invite them in over for dinner and then shoot them and say that they were in your house so you could shoot them. Yeah. I mean, there's some definite lines here. And seriously, the only thing that he got off on is because they did not charge him on dismemberment. They only charged him on murder. Why didn't they charge him on dismemberment? Like I said, they are a very small town. I mean, they probably have never had anything like this happen before. And that's an excuse, but... So murderers come from small towns. Got it. Oh, a lot of them do. Murder in a small town. That, so, that'll be our next podcast if we ever start another one. Murder in a small town. Murder in a small town. We can do a whole one on just Heber. Oh, gosh. I don't know, actually. Actually, I do know that there was some guy from Camus that came up and uh, hung himself on the swing set. Ooh. Apparently it was a suicide, but, you know, uh, who the fuck really knows, right? Yeah. Something that's just kind of interesting. So Doug is his brother. He owns this, the company now. And uh, during when he got off for uh, Morris's murder, Doug was scared. So I put a protection order on him. Okay. Because, I mean, shit, your brother is being charged with murdering several people at this point. Yeah. Well, Robert is ending up, you can see him on his brother's camera. He is constantly going by there. Mm-hmm. Constantly, like, ringing the doorbell. Oh, okay. So by the time his brother calls police, he's always gone. Yeah. What the, like, that is terrifying. Yeah. Okay. So, also, Kathy, so I said that her case had been reopened. So this is as of, as of recent. This is on May 17th of 2021. Oh, wow. And now it's classified as an actual homicide and instead of a missing person. Okay. So they're going off of it with the intent that they think that, that Robert murdered her. Well, I guess we're making some progress. Yeah. They still have never found her. Yeah, I was going to say, however many years later, what year did this take place again? I think it was 1988. Let me see. So it's just been more than 20 years. I mean, that's, you know, not a significant amount of time or anything. Yeah. So in 2015, he has been arrested on the suspicion of killing Susan. You can arrest someone on suspicion? How long can you hold them for that? Can't you? I mean, I don't feel like that's a long hold. You got to remember, too, he's also arrested for possession of marijuana. So yes. He so now he's got another charge basically added on to him. Oh, and in 2018, a judge declared there wasn't enough evidence to prosecute him. Okay, that has still been pushed off, that has never gone through. He and in December 2000, he actually remarried this woman called Deborah Durst, and they are still married even though he's in jail. Yeah, so uh, there's a lot. There you go. That is why when I 
heard about the other people too. And so I just want to give that credit out there too, to the jinx. Um, that is why I knew about Karen and Lynn and um, Kirsten. Because oh, okay. they said something about those. And I was like, oh, okay. They didn't really go into detail about those. So that's where I dug into my rabbit hole. And that's kind of where this all took off. Oh, wow. So uh, theories on, let's see, which one? Which one do you want to go with? <laughs> I think he did it. Okay. He's guilty AF. I can't even say aliens and it's me. Like, Yeah. Okay, the only one that I'm like, maybe Susan, because she was in with the mafia too. Hmm, that's true. Okay, so she she had loans that were taken out that she obviously could never pay back, according to her bank statements and everything, even with Durst's money. Okay, so I mean, I guess there is that. I mean, there's a lot of people who but the timing of it, the timing of that, just a little weird. The only other one I'm going to say that I don't have a hundred percent is I think it was Kirsten, Kirsten, um, because there was so much other stuff going on that it could have been with her, with her case. Either way, I'm a hundred percent positive. He's like killing people, at least some of them and definitely should be convicted of it. Like it drives me nuts that he's serving time on like these little baby charges. So, so some people say they fully believe that he only kills when it's when people become too close and an inconvenience for him. Okay. That he doesn't enjoy doing it, that he does it to protect himself. I could see that. That might be a thing. Yeah. That's kind of interesting, but then the fact that they brought in these other women into it, these three other girls it just makes it like, oh, dude, you've been doing this for years. It's a debate. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'd say, yeah, it is Kirsten. Kirsten is the one. It's the last one that came out before this one uh, where her roommates, if you didn't listen to it, go back. You know, she was living in California at that time in this house that just has so much past history. That's crazy. And there's a lot of other people that could be suspects on this one. Yeah. John Uva, um, there's Jill that could have done it. I mean, it's her roommates technically could have. Paul Darcy uh, was a private investigator on this. And, you know, he had cadaver dogs in there. And um, and they said that it sent into maybe a crime happening there, but not actually bury body there. Anyway, I don't want to spoil it for all of you guys that haven't listened to it yet. But uh, there's also some people think that she could be connected with Paul Flores, which is also known for killing Kirsten Smart. So there's so many more ways to go with Kirsten. The only thing that they think that might be connected with Kirsten is that he lived in the same area, like he had a house in that same area. And then they, someone said that they saw her walking with a blonde woman and it could have technically been Roberters. So this whole thing to me feels on those cop shows when you see like the red marks going all over the place. Yeah. On like the police boards. That's what it feels like. It's just like, I imagine that board in my head. (laughs) And it's insane. And so, okay, I can see the, I'm only going to kill you if you get in my way type of thing. If he only killed his wife and those people that were associated with it. Yeah. 
But if for whatever reason, he's also connected to these other three girls, which some of the theories on there do make sense um, for the for Karen and Lynn. Kirsten, mm-hmm. I'm not really convinced. But the fact that like he went in to Karen's aunt's store and everything like that mm-hmm. that same day. So, I mean, there's those things there that make it very questionable. Yeah. And if so, what did a teenage girl do to Robert Durst? Or what did she find out? If that is the theory that you're going to go with, that he just kills people that get in his way. Yeah. I. Yeah, some sort of like blackmail or something. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe she found maybe he only went there in drag and then she found out who he was. Maybe. So she like blackmailed him for money because she was she was 17. She was going to go on 18. Yeah. Other than that, they don't really have any other connection. And yeah. And what's interesting, too, is his wife's never been found and neither have those other girls. Yeah. But and then they say that, hey, um, with Morris, that, yo this man has done this before where did he put the bodies of the other ones like even if they're cut up did he put them in a wood chopper? i mean come on yeah i mean maybe maybe like obviously times... he's never put them in the ocean before i was gonna say maybe <laughs> maybe he originally remembered the bags i mean the weights for the bags maybe i guess that's true maybe he did like remember to put weights in the name and uh and this one might have been and was like oh shoot he got sloppy. He got sloppy. Because he's like under all this pressure because right now he just killed Susan, who was going to go under an investigation for the murder of his wife. Um, and his thought was, I just need to get rid of this guy because he yeah. knows what's going on. So also, um, Morris's brother, Harry, he lives Canada still. Mm-hmm. And he's just fine. So okay. they didn't give out like his home information or anything like that you know for obvious reasons they said that you know why he's alive and he's just fine and he has no comments on this situation though at that point it would be hard to talk to the media yeah well especially because i mean the media is gonna can always twist what you say so much that even if you say something well yeah across completely different and it's always yeah i always well and he used to be in the mafia yeah so him running away and everything you know i mean if they find out exactly where he is they could hunt him down but as far as we know right now in 2021 he's still alive he's just in canada and he's living alive yep interesting it's all so messy that's the thing too is like all these victims too they're different yeah they all have a connection to him but in like different ways I know, but everything's a little suspicious because, like, you don't know anything about this dude. And the fact is, is that he's a billionaire. Yeah. So he's got all this money that he can spend on legal fees. And where normally, I think uh, they would have gotten something out of him. They have not been able to do interviews on these three girls with him because yeah. they claim that there's not enough evidence and that they uh, should have done their job, especially the one that went to his store mm-hmm. before her disappearance they're like well yeah. you should have you know interviewed them then and you didn't yeah 
So it's like all these little technicalities that he's getting off that I feel like as a normal citizen wouldn't have. And the thing is too, with all this money, who knows who he paid off? Yeah. And I know too, a lot of people were getting the jurors because I've watched the jurors and stuff with the, I get it. Like they got a ton of backlash for letting him off. At the same time, I'm like, you have to like charge him for this specific, suspect, blah, blah, blah. Specific. Yep. You have to do that for that right charge. And that is, did he do self-defense or could it be proven without a doubt that he didn't do self-defense? But once again, either way, he did dismember the body. Yeah, but they didn't charge him on that. I know, but I don't understand. I know. I know. I'm pissed about that too. But that's how he got off. Because they didn't charge him on that? Couldn't they still charge him on that? I don't think so. Because they didn't technically charge him. So yeah, you can't like go through the same trial again. But if they didn't charge him on it, why can't they? Um, I wonder if there's a time limit. Oh, I don't know. Most states, it's five years. But let me see what Texas is. Yeah, five years. They have five years to charge you. On anything. Once they find out. Like, so if they find out something you've been convicted and then they want to recharge you on something on the same case, it's five years. Okay. On the same case. So, so the statute of limitations never... in um, Texas is that if it's under the same, the same crime, okay. by the time that they go to trial, you have to have everything lined out. Oh, okay. So they can't go back. So they have to have everything lined out by the time that they go to trial in Texas. So before they went to trial, they should have had it marked out and they didn't. So he got off. I mean, even his previous lawyer, the one that was saying like, I shouldn't have taken that case, um, said just because he got off on this doesn't make he mean he's uh, not guilty yeah he's like you gotta understand something with the law too just saying not guilty doesn't mean that they're not guilty of doing the crime it's just the eyes of the law of whatever they were charged there's not enough evidence against them yeah which is honestly really fucked up (laughs) yes i'm just like i don't understand yeah yeah so now he's in prison for the Possession of marijuana and having the firearm, which is a federal offense. And then um, he's also got charges of Susan on him. And now Kathy's investigation just got reopened this year. Jeez. But 2015 is when he was also charged for Susan's. And nothing has come of that yet. Yeah. So in 2018, it basically they said, you don't have enough evidence. So they're still working on it. Yeah. That's ridiculous. It really is. And the fact that I feel like a lot of this, he's getting off because he has money. Like, I'm not saying for sure he's gotten paid off by the police, but the fact that he can do these lawyers that know these little tricks and everything. Oh, it doesn't hurt for sure. Yeah. And what's interesting, so, so Opera's going to do a piece on OJ. I podcasts, um, obviously. So actually, I am a podcaster. Are you sure about I, that? Robert was on yes. his on I'm OJ's always on the lookout for new ones. Trial. And I have found a right? great podcast yep. for anyone who listens trial. to ours. Um, it so is they called actually have Grizzly Grapes. Same lawyers. And not for they are OJ's adorable. One, they remind me a lot of us. Not for his baby, but for his probation one. They actually had the same But also talk about crime. So if you're looking for some not just cold cases but also some other interesting murders i highly recommend you check out if you guys are interested in the oj one 
um, yeah, you can go and check out our Patreon. Guys, we still have it for a dollar right now. You can get everything that you normally get for $10 for a dollar. So go ahead and check that out. Now, that's not going to last forever. So if you want to be able to check it out and download all the episodes, by the way, I did post the last two episodes. They are ad-free. Actually, it will be three episodes by now. It They're ad-free. They're up there. They're ad-free. So if you guys do the Patreon for a dollar. You can get mm-hmm. ad free and you can get all of these little bonus episodes. Someone was asking me the other day, where's the Hello Kitty one? Um, the Hello Kitty murder, because that is the top one that's on our TikTok page. I think we have over a hundred thousand views on that one. Yep. Um, that one is on Patreon. Well, there you go. That one is a Patreon episode. So if you want to check out the Hello Kitty one, there's that one. There's an, there's another few like little local ones on there um, from me. There's that one from the girl from the U. I can't remember her name. I'm so sorry. And I have like another one too that's on there. And then we have notes from John Binet. We actually have like the handwritten note that was on there. And we, I also posted like the 911 calls. And uh, yeah, so feel free, check those out. And also if you guys are still, you know, I need more crime stuff and you're all done with this and you've read out and you listen to all of our Patreons, you guys need to check out Haunted Killer as well. Yes, definitely worth it. Yeah. So if you don't know what Hunter Killer is, it's a monthly subscription box where you actually get to do your own mysteries and find out who the killer is. So best thing is, is you can do this alone. You can do this with friends. They have a whole online community uh, just based on the ones that you are doing. So even if you miss a month or whatever, you can still be caught up. Um, And right now for our listeners, you guys can get 20% off. So put in code theories, it never expires. Go ahead, put theories on your first box, you get 20% off. So you guys don't want to miss that. Yeah. So if you guys have a rainy day or something, you know what, go ahead and bust that out. Me and Aubrey still We've got to do one where we do a live one and we do it all together. So yeah, guys, go ahead and check that out. That, again, that is code theories. And don't forget to keep fucking going. <laughs>